Hi friends, the passage today is Mark chapter 10, verses 46 through 52. This is the story of Jesus healing blind Bartimaeus. I want to read the full passage, but then I want to take us through the story imaginatively and actually insert ourselves into the story by becoming Bartimaeus and imagining what it was like to be healed by Jesus and to experience Jesus opening our eyes, possibly for the first time. Starting in verse 46, it says, And they came to Jericho, they being Jesus and his disciples. And as he, Jesus, was leaving Jericho with his disciples and a great crowd, Bartimaeus, a blind beggar, the son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And many rebuked him, telling him to be silent. But he cried out all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stopped and said, Call him. And they called the blind man, saying to him, Take heart, get up, he is calling you. And throwing off his cloak, he sprang up and came to Jesus. And Jesus said to him, What do you want me to do for you? And the blind man said to him, Rabbi, let me recover my sight. And Jesus said to him, Go your way, your faith has made you well. And immediately he recovered his sight and followed him on the way. early in the morning in Jericho and you awake to another day of sightlessness. Sitting up on your mat, you feel around for where you left your cloak from the previous day's nightly routines. A rooster crows and you can hear the familiar din of the marketplace as vendors sell their wares, children play in the streets, the elderly women catching up on the day's gossip. It's an unseasonably warm morning and flies are buzzing about as you stand and get dressed walk over to the basin, splash some water on your face before traveling a well-worn path out to your usual spot at the edge of the marketplace to beg for today's alms. You've heard of a wandering rabbi, Jesus of Nazareth, and you've heard of the stories of him performing miracles, the likes of which haven't been seen in Israel for hundreds of years. That old skepticism is bumping up against a flicker of hope deep inside that wonders if Jesus were to come to Jericho, could he heal me? There's been an internal battle, the disappointment of decades of poverty imposed upon you by your handicap. It's difficult to sift through that pain and to lay hold of the faith and the hope that Possibly there's a different reality for you on the other side of an encounter with Jesus the rabbi. You sit there at the edge of the road that leads out of Jericho. Suddenly you hear some people chattering and several people rush by from your right to your left. It kicks up the dust that you become very familiar with. This fine grit that covers your skin, sticks to you from the sweat, gets in your teeth. But suddenly there's a commotion. You hear the name Jesus as children go running past you. There's a sudden flutter of expectation in your heart. Is Jesus coming into Jericho? The din of the commotion slowly builds and and you stand up, of course, still groping around in the dark. And, And yes, it's confirmed. Jesus of Nazareth has come to Jericho, just entering the city with his disciples. A throng of people, you can hear them gathering and clamoring to get just one touch from Jesus. 
but it sounds as if Jesus might just be passing through Jericho. This crowd is moving quickly from left to right. And before you have time to process what this means, suddenly you can tell that Jesus and his disciples and a crowd of people are right in front of you, moving towards the other side of Jericho. And you recognize this might be the one window. And before thinking, suddenly you find yourself calling out, Son of David, have mercy on me. And just as quickly, there are several hands that reach out from the darkness and put their hands on your shoulder and try to shove you back down to where you'd been sitting, saying, quiet, old man, don't bother the teacher. But desperation's taken hold of you and you call out again, son of David, have mercy on me. The rebukes become louder and more pointed, but suddenly a hush falls over the crowd. You can feel all eyes on you you hear a voice that you've never heard before, but at the same time is as familiar as your own voice. Call him. Now you don't have to be told, you know that that's Jesus. And these same men who had just been trying to silence you and push you down, stand you to your feet and say, take heart, get up, he is calling you. You throw off your cloak and spring to your feet and start walking blindly in the direction of that voice, heedless of any impediment that might be in your way. And then suddenly, you don't have to be told, suddenly you know he's right in front of you. You can hear his breathing. You can smell the sweat from the long journey into Jericho. You can feel his presence emanating off of his person. And then his voice again. What do you want me to do for you? And your answer comes out as if it had been rehearsed a thousand times. Rabbi, let me recover my sight. And with just a subtle chuckle, Jesus replies, Go your way. Your faith has made you well. And suddenly a light pierces the darkness, a flash of brightness that immediately stuns the mind. And decades of darkness, all of a sudden, light, blue and green, brown, and slowly your eyes adjust to this sensory explosion and you make out the form of a man and not just any man, this is Jesus. And slowly the features of this man crystallize and you're drawn to his face, but not just his face, you're drawn to his eyes. His eyes say it all. There are little crow's feet in the corners from smiling so much. See the contours and the creases of his face. But his eyes captivate you, deep wells of emotion. There's no condemnation in those eyes. There's only acceptance and joy and laughter and love. They seem to say, I've been waiting for this moment since the foundation of the world. I knew this was coming. I couldn't wait to see you. I'm so delighted in you. And Jesus says to you, go your way. Your faith has made you well. But you know after this one encounter that nothing else makes sense but to follow Jesus. Of course, this is something of an artistic rendering of this story. 
But we know that this one meeting with Jesus Christ changed everything for Bartimaeus. It says that he recovered his sight and followed Jesus on his way, even though Jesus had released him to go his own way. It only made sense to now follow this wandering healer whose eyes had communicated so much to Bartimaeus, whose willingness to stop, to silence the crowd, to silence the silencers, to call out a blind beggar, to deign to heal such a man. It only made sense now to follow him. And for us, most of us will never experience physical blindness in the way that Bartimaeus did, but all of us have experienced spiritual blindness. And hopefully all who are listening have experienced that same awakening when our spiritual eyes beheld Jesus for the first time. And all of us, too, will experience the day whether we die and go to stand before Jesus or whether Jesus returns before our death. And we will see him face to face for the first time and have a similar kind of experience that Bartimaeus had that'll change everything, change the way we understand reality. But may the eyes of our hearts be enlightened today to see Jesus with greater clarity, to see Jesus the way Bartimaeus saw him, to see him as he really is and not the way that we've understood him through the lens of authority figures who've let us down. May we understand him as he really is because when people saw him in that way, they were compelled compelled to leave everything and to follow him. May the revelation of Jesus put everything in its proper perspective today. May we understand the stewardship of our life, our time and resources and relationships in light of the supreme value of the person of Jesus Christ. May your eyes be opened. May you see him with clarity today in Jesus' name.